The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right, welcome to the first post-Christmas edition of the 630 Chad Afternoon News. I hope everyone had a great Christmas, managed to spend some quality time with family and friends, I know I did, including grandchildren, which surprisingly, they knew my name. On today's show, we're going to solve all of your problems. So you're not want to, you're not going to want to turn off your radio at any point between now and 5:30. Uh, we're going to solve uh, New Year's resolutions to get more fit. We're going to get rid of the smell of hockey equipment uh, that's sitting by your back door. Uh, we're even going to find somebody to clean the dishes in your kitchen sink. Uh, that's as a result of talking to two CEOs of some Edmonton startup companies. They've got a fascinating two different uh, service, one service, one product, and we're going to have those uh, two fellows on the show in the second half hour. Uh, now, listen, we're also going to solve all of the city's problems, so I'm going to need your help for this. You'll recall, those of you who listen to the show on a regular basis, uh, that when we have Ward 3 Councillor John Zadok in studio, uh, he takes notes and uh, acts on your suggestions, your compliments, your criticisms, and your questions. Now, he's still on holiday vacation, but when I reached out to him and asked him if he would do this for me, he said yes. So he's going to do it. I don't know where he is. I think he might be in Ontario, but I'm guessing a little bit there. Uh, but he's going to phone in. We're going to keep him on the phone, and I'm going to take your questions, comments, compliments, and criticisms by text. So between 3 and 4, we'll be doing that. So start thinking about that right now. And, of course, you know our, our text line is 630-630. Uh, don't phone in on that one because I don't know how to conference calls. So it's easier if I just keep uh, John on the line and read your text. But if in any other segment you want to get hold of the show, as always, it's 49600 Six three. As you just heard Bob Stoffer on Oilers Now say, the City Ford Faceoff show is coming up at 5.30 as the Edmonton Oilers take on the Vancouver Canucks, the puck dropping somewhere after 7 o'clock. Now, Jayla Nye, as you might have guessed, is not on the air today, but she is in the air somewhere between Edmonton and New Orleans. I'm Andrew Gross, and I'm going to be your host this afternoon. Somebody's already texted. Where's Jaylen? Uh, I'm going to be your host this afternoon, uh, tomorrow, and all of next week. It's busy, so let's get right to it. Our first guest, uh, have you been on the, let me turn you uh, on here. Have you been on the show before? I have. Yeah, oh, with okay. Jaylen. Yeah. Not with me, though. Not with you. Okay, great. So I don't feel quite as awkward about having introduced myself to you. Although no. I did apparently... A perform at your wedding. You did, yes. And it was fine. It was great. Okay, so there's no ill feeling between the no, two of us. Not okay, at all. great, not, great, great. Work out. We're good. All right, perfect. Uh, that's the voice of Shara Vijant. 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 Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'll just call you Shara from now on, and then great. we won't have that problem. Uh, now, Sh- uh, Shara is the owner of SVPT Fitness and Athletics, also a personal trainer and strength and conditioning coach. Uh, you're in studio today for this reason, Shara. Number one, I always need guests when Jay's gone. But number two, (laughs) uh, I saw a study last week. It was the top 10 New Year's resolutions we're making for next year. Thousands of people surveyed. The number one uh, resolution was exercise more, with 60% of people saying that's what they were going to do. Number two was eat healthier, with over half the people saying they were going to do that. Uh, Save money was number three. Number four was lose weight, with almost half the people surveyed saying they wanted to do and this sort of falls in your area of expertise doesn't it yes. uh, exercise eat healthier lose weight so let's get at it is being fit and losing weight the same thing um well first of all lo- losing weight in my in in my perspective like we're always talking about losing fat 
because mm-hmm. you can lose weight and by dropping water. But we're technically always trying to get the fat loss going. Um, and that and exercise and eating better go hand in hand. Um, there's one of these rules that float around that we say it's the 80-20 rule. Um, 80% nutrition, 20% exercise. Um, and exercise is only 20% of any type of fat loss that you want to do, believe it or not. I know this is my industry and I'm telling people that you need to put more focus on your nutrition and exercise is definitely a part of it because you still want to stay, you know, you want to get stronger and fitter and be able to live a fuller and healthier life. Um, but people, more people need to put emphasis on their nutrition. And mm. as, a, as a trainer, like everyone thinks it goes hand in hand, but I didn't go to school for nutrition. I went to school for exercise and um, we should seek out nutritionists or dietitians for that. Um, and we work with them. But if you're going to do fitness, it's like you don't go to the dietitian to see for exercise. Sure. You go, you go to the, the trainer for exercise. So, so I'm curious because uh, I'm, I'm sort of liking what you're telling me here um, because I, I thought the same thing years ago and when I wanted to get back in university shape, I hit the gym and, uh, you know, got yep. results for the first couple of weeks yep. and then... Of course. Yeah, then it just it's plateaued. Change. Right. It's change. So, and you're, you're going to plateau because your body's going to stop adapting to what you did. Um, but you can't out-train a bad diet. Everyone thinks I'm going to go burn off what I ate or I'm going to earn what I'm going to eat. And I, f- I feel that that's, that's horrible. You should, exercise shouldn't be a punishment for what you did huh. or it shouldn't be a punishment for what you're going to do. Right. Um, we don't need that type of negative connotation attached, attached to exercise. People, pe- exercise is hard for most people. So why would we make it negative? So it's, you can out train a bad diet. So that's where you have to, uh, and by diet, I'm not saying like, you know, a fad like diet. I'm just talking nutrition. Um, you, you can out train it. You need to get your nutrition under control and use exercise as a way. And I mean, the science is out there that has said, you know, the amount of calories that you burn in an exercise session is not enough for you to just, is not enough to just lose weight. You have to get your nutrition in, in check as well. So you can't do one without the other. Exactly. Okay. 100%. 100%. Well, it is funny Well, that you... sorry, sorry. I'm going to back up a minute. Yeah. You can lose weight or fat with only changing your nutrition, but you need to exercise for health benefits right. to offset, to off, um, offset like disease and illness, keep your joints healthy, be strong, be independent. Um, we sit more than ever nowadays. No so we need to move more and we need to train our bodies to be, to be able to be independent, especially when you get older and to be able to carry your groceries, play with your grandkids, to do all those other things because well, we sit so much. I wanted to ask you about that specifically. Um, is there a difference between a 21-year-old who wants to lose that extra 10 pounds uh, and a 60-year-old who wants to get back into some kind of shape, like you just said, yes. to be able to run around with the grandkids? Yeah, well, when you're 21, I mean, you're, you've got a lot more energy. You've got a, you know, and I'm not going to throw the word metabolism out there, but it, there is some science that says that, you know, there's a better metabolism, less stress. Less, less of everything in life at 21 as opposed to 60. And then come time, you know, when you're, you're getting older, how many yo-yo diets have you done? <laughs> how, much, how much damage have you done to your body at that point? So we're trying to get people to focus more on thinking about longevity and long-term change, not just a quick fix 30-day going to jump on and go hard yep. and then burn myself out Going and on vacation, want to yep. lose 20 pounds, yep. that kind of thing. Yep. Uh, we need to take our first break. I want to, uh, when we come back, sort of go over some of the don'ts and get that out of the way and then perhaps set people up with the do's and okay. i'm hoping the the don'ts are, are easy to get rid of and the do's are easy to do but we'll find <laughs> out in just a moment all right welcome back to the 6:30 chat afternoon news we've been talking to shara vigeant 
Yes. From SVPT Fitness. Uh, we've been talking off air as well. We wanted to talk about people uh, achieving their New Year's resolutions of getting more fit, uh, feeling healthier, happier, and of course, losing weight. I said we want to talk about some of the don'ts first. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of surprising you with some of these, so perhaps yep. I'm, I'm wrong. Um, but one of them I've sort of noticed is uh, people talk, and, and I'll say, you know, not people talk, I talk. Okay. And I go, okay, I'm going on vacation in three weeks. So... I'm going to start working out or I'm going to start eating healthier or I'm going to stop snacking and I'm going to get to that weight that I want to be or take a few pounds off so I look a little better. But then I don't really do that. Mm-hmm. So my goals and my actions don't seem to align with each other. Yeah. Is that pretty common? That's pretty common. It's like wishes versus and desires versus willingness to change, right? So what if you just committed to a fitness and a healthier lifestyle year round so that you didn't have to get ready for vacation every time vacation came up? That's what we try to push is this longevity and long-termness of what fitness should look like. Um, I think maybe what scares people away, though, is when a personal trainer says something like that. Or your friend who's in great shape says something like that. You think, yeah, but I'm never going to get there. So I don't, then, you but know. that's comparison. And, and you have to stop comparing yourself to others and what other people are doing. Um, social media makes it really easy for us to feel whatever we're doing fitness-wise is inadequate because we're constantly comparing ourselves to others on social media. And, and it's dangerous because anytime you get out of bed to get up and do something fitness-orientated to take care of your health, it should be, should be applauded because um, it's hard because change is hard. So even a small change. I mean, can a small change be significant? 100%. Like those small changes, they will add up over the year to big term, to big, big changes and longevity. So I guess that's what I'm saying. And I guess that's the problem, the stumbling block that a lot of people have had is if you look and say, my current weight is this, Mm -hmm. and I would prefer to be this weight. And then you try for days, perhaps weeks, and you're not achieving the success that you were hoping for, you give up. Like It's just not going to work. But if you were to put your mind around the idea that, I'm just going to try and live a little healthier yes. or do a little exercise. Yeah. I, as you say, I wouldn't have that situation next year where I go, here we go, i got to lose 20 pounds. Right. And, and I mean, I, I believe in setting specific goals. And if that goal is a number on the scale, then fine. Then you need to step up and do the work that it takes because a lot of people are really unreal. Um, they're, they're really... Um, they don't understand the real work that it takes to make change and to actually see results and from fitness. Um, so if you want to get specific about that, but I would say, you know, I, I'm not a fan of the scale myself because it can be negative for a lot of people. I would rather you just say commit to two weeks in the gym and see how you feel after committing to that. And that number on the scale, if it is a goal, great, but just commit to two weeks just to see that so what let, happens. Let's talk about that specifically because okay. off air we talked about something I think would be very helpful to our listeners. Okay. So we didn't specifically talk about scale, but scale is the measurement that most people use. So yep. they they make whatever change, whether it's additional exercise or they decrease their calories or whatever, and then they step on that scale and let mm-hmm. the scale tell them how they're doing. But I was saying to you that when I was in a, uh, a fitness program, when I was actually working out and watching what I was what I was eating, I wasn't stepping on a scale because weight was not the factor. It was how far I could ride on my bicycle. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not um, a distinct measurable amount. I, I didn't look at how many kilometers right. I went. I just knew that I was able to get up that hill in Twilliger, whereas <laughs> last year I couldn't. Right. Is That's that, measurable. 
that's as that's far measurable. as you're concerned. And that and and that it doesn't have to be a number or anything. Like if you go to the gym consistently, you are or sorry, and I'm not going to say just the gym because mm-hmm. fitness can be anything. It can be a bike ride. It can be um, anything that gets you off your butt that you enjoy. Um, and if it becomes easier and you notice that it's making your life better. So easier to carry your groceries, easier to play with your grandkids, easier to do all the things in life that were such a struggle before. And then once you start feeling better from all of that, you start making better choices. You, you start to eat a little better. You, and, and even though you're not stepping on the scale, you notice your clothes are a little bit looser, you're happier, you're sleeping better. It, it's a snowball effect. So fitness is one of those things that can, can add to your life on so many levels outside of just the scale. Do you find that people lie to themselves, that people... You know, maybe they come see you and we, you know, we talk about what, what the program's going to be and what we're going to do outside of the gym. And uh, I know you're not a nutritionist, but, you know, people yep. say, well, I'm going to watch what I eat a little bit. Uh, but then they've got a bag of candy in their nightside table. and But that doesn't count because it's only at night or, or mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Does Is that one of the stumbling blocks? Yes. Obviously, food for every... Food is 24-7. Exercise is 60 minutes a day, <laughs> right? So food is one of those things we're surrounded by. It's social, it's comforting, it's it's a lot of things. So we see most of our clients struggle the most with, with nutrition because it is the hardest one to make easy choices every day or the right choices. And then we're all confused because there's so many different diets out there. And again, out of the scope of my knowledge, but there's so many different quick fixes and fads and gimmicks that will come and tell you that you can do this in 30 days and, you know, take the supplement or do that but it's not going to help you make long-term change because it's just going to help you for 30 days and then what you're going to go back to the behaviors that you did before nothing's going to happen long term interesting because i think when people want to get in shape and and for example it's like quitting smoking like if somebody says okay we're gonna you're gonna quit smoking you're gonna feel better you know you're gonna feel better right obviously it's better for your health in the long term obviously everybody knows that but at some point a smoker will say but that means I can't have cigarettes anymore. And when it comes to like pizza, well, that means I can't have pizza anymore or that means... It's a mindset. It's I can't have or I choose not to. One of these things, the choice that you make is going to make you feel better. I choose not to have this because it's not going to make me feel really good. I choose not to have this because I'm going to make, make a better choice. So it's I choose to versus I can't. It's mindset. It's mindset. What about, uh, you know, are there certain basics to good health. I mean, um, my mom used to tell me to drink a certain number of glasses of water a day or... There, there are some basics. There's definitely some basics that we can do every day because of our lives are so busy nowadays that we've forgotten the basics. You know, getting up, getting enough sleep. We see this so much in clients that they're they're so um, sleep deprived and they can't understand why they can't think, they can't move, um, they make poor food choices because they're they're sleep deprived. Not drinking enough water, um, not getting out and enjoying nature enough, not getting out and enjoying the sun enough, um, taking a break from electronics. Um, that's a huge one now that we're seeing a lot of people exhausted because they're sitting on a laptop or being on their phone all day. Um, Exhausted from that, not having the energy to do, uh, going for a basic walk. Like 30-minute walk. The science has been out on this for a long time. 30 minutes a day of just walking outside can change you. Really? It's interesting because I don't have it in front of me, but there was a study I saw a couple of weeks ago. um, And and honestly, I just cannot remember out of what medical institution it was, but it was a a study done by doctors. And what it was, was they took, I think, 20 individuals and split them into two groups of 10. And they sleep deprived one of the groups. Mm-hmm. And then they gave both groups the exact same task to perform, whatever that task was. 
And halfway through the performance, and they were told that they were going to be doing this for eight hours or whatever, so at about the four-hour mark, they asked both groups if they'd like something to eat. And the group that was sleep-deprived almost exclusively ordered junk food. They wanted fast fries, burgers, pizza, that kind of thing. The other group that was not sleep-deprived ordered a healthier meal. But these the backgrounds were identical. Yep. Um, There was no difference between the groups whatsoever, discernible difference. And then they repeated the study by switching the groups and sleep-depriving the group that had not been sleep-deprived to see if the results would be the same, and they were. The group that ordered healthy the first time ordered junky the second. So what is it in our minds when we're sleep-deprived there's there's I know I like I don't know the science behind mm-hmm. it all but there's definitely hormones that you're looking when you're reaching for you know nutritionists would know more about this but you're looking for certain hormones or like serotonin I believe or dopamine or something in a in a food to pick you up so sleep de- sleep deprivation is huge we're seeing it so much you can't co- you can't commit go and commit to some type of fitness regime being sleep de- deprived because you're going to get injured number one you're going to burn out really quick number two that means you're going to quit because your body is breaking down Um, You can only train as hard as you rest. Hmm. So rest plus stress equals growth. Wow. So let's talk about you and what you do specifically. So the other stumbling block, I think, or hesitation that comes across a person's, an average person's mind is that they don't know what they're supposed to be doing in the gym. So they decide, okay, I'm going to go to the gym and I've been told 60 minutes is a good workout three to four times a week or three times a week. Um, They get their rec center membership and there's all these machines and many of them actually do the same thing. Many of them are are, uh, cardio type exercises, but you're not building muscle, that kind of thing. How, I think, uh, how do you know what to work out on or is it just get a personal trainer. Yeah, you know, I'm never I'm never going to balk at a person that walks in there and tries because that's awesome. Because I don't care what you're doing in there. If you're moving and doing something first, that's great. But that will only work for a little while. And while everyone thinks personal trainers are actually expensive, it's, you know, what's more expensive is starting over again 30 times in a year or injuring yourself. So when, when, they, when we get a client, we assess them. We assess lifestyle goals or lifestyle goals, history, and we actually do a basic biomechanic assessment on you to see how your body's working. And then we prescribe exercise based on all of that. And we give you a prescription or a training program that will work for you. So that you, and then the, you know you're armed with the right stuff. And you know what you're about to do. And even though that's gym, we will prescribe stuff outside. We will say, okay, you need to go to a thir- for a 30-minute walk this day. Or if they say they want to do biking or other activities, we'll prescribe that as well. But the stuff in the gym, we prescribe based on an assessment. I think that's so important. And anybody that's had an assessment and now works out, based on this assessment, they're confident because they know what they're doing is right. And they're not going to get injured. And they're doing what they need. You know, I think uh, something else that... Uh, do you know what Cavis Reed is? No. He used to be the head coach of the uh, Edmonton Eskimos. He's out the uh, GM of the Montreal Alouettes now. Oh, right, right. Okay. But he used to work out at the same gym as me. Mm-hmm. And he would come over and lean on my machine and talk to me. <laughs> and it made me want to give up. Because <laughs> the guy is so fit. Yeah. And that's the other thing. There's a culture to gyms that people walking in for the first time. And with scary. January right around the corner, it's scary. Absolutely. Because you walk in, these people all know what they're doing. They all look great. Um, you don't know what it is you're trying to work on. I mean, how do you overcome that fear of just walking in? That well, that goes back to comparison. You shouldn't. It shouldn't. Doesn't matter what everyone else is doing there. And I know that's hard. 
but um, you know, getting getting armed with some knowledge and some expertise before you go in there is a great start. Or even or meeting with a trainer before you start in there, going in there. Can you walk in and say, "What is it you're able to do for me?" and then walk back out again if you're not interested? <laughs> well, no, but <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, like, like, listen, there has to be a willingness to do the work. That's what it's always going to come down to. And we see this a lot. It's you can wish all you want that you want to lose these 20 pounds, but or get fitter or whatever your goals are, but it takes work. And there has to be a willingness to do that work and change. And guess what? Change is really hard. Yes. <laughs> and change is hard. And there's a reason that people make the same resolutions every year. It's because they don't get real about the work it takes to get there. And and then they don't, ex- they don't create the willingness or they're not relentless in their pursuit of. So you need focused, determined action. And that's what a trainer can do. For you is like here is your plan for the next three months do so it so desire plus action equals yeah. results exactly uh share vigeant did i get it right that time you bet you did all right cool from svpt fitness if people want to know more about your studio where do they go um svptfitness.com sounds good i wish we had more time to chat uh, unfortunately i'm up against the uh, clock but thank okay. you so much for this today thank you and let's check back in a year and see how i'm doing okay perfect <laughs> The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.